Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, my name is Clinton. And we got my name is Arthi. That is your name. And today, <laughs> what? Already with the <laughs> already with the laughter, just barely. I, no, I'm just excited for you to announce the title. The t- the episode is focusing on. You can't be that slow. Come on. Oh my I want gosh. You to say it with Come on. Okay. All right. It's confidence of a woman. Yes, as a man. As a as a man, <laughs> I'll say this: <laughs> prominent women and the roles that they play in Christianity. That's like what religion? Pro- yeah, what religion? The Christianity. You the, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate like that. Tries, it, well, you know what? Off recording, off recording. You know, Arthi, I I I threw out several titles, and she wasn't. Uh, she wasn't too happy with I, a lot of them. No, I, I wasn't. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, you had some. Sorry, opinion. not sorry. But yeah, you had some opinions, but you know, <laughs> you okay. You sound very salty me. about that. I did a little bit because I gave like four titles, and she was like, "Nah." Did you you Simon Cowled me like <laughs> six. X. Yeah. <laughs> six times. I want a golden buzzer every time I make a suggestion. But yeah, before I'm, I'm, I may stay a little bit quieter on this one. No, 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 no. no. I want you to be equally vocal. Of course. Because of course. You know. I'm just saying I might say a, I might say a little less. I might say a little less. There's a there's we're we're going to be discussing some life experiences. We're going to be discussing some <laughs> life experiences. Yeah, we're going to be discussing some some characters. I know you 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 brought some things to the table. I I, I love doing this show with Arthi because she always has like a laptop in front of her or like now formal. she's upgraded because before I, Oh yeah, yeah, my notebook. You had your notebooks, and yeah. and you know. Thank you for noticing. Of course, what? There's like so much. There's so much writing, and there's so much research. And then for me, I have like my iPhone, and I feel I feel actually underprepared every time. No, no, no. It's every time your, we do your this. ideas flow very fluidly without, you know, written oh. material. I'm like, eh. what? Am I, what do I say? I'm gonna owe her five bucks for that compliment. We have a deal. We've cut a deal. Ding. Yeah, exactly. Kaching. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what ding is, uh, but you know what? Let's let's jump in. Let's get started. You know, we got to get started with you because you got this beautiful laptop and you got so there's so much there's there's some writing on the there's screen. There's some writing. On I'm you. not gonna I'm not gonna hate, but yeah. No. What are we talking about here? I think so. We're we're talking about the women of the Bible. There are quite a bit of them, um, and you know, a lot of them play very key prominent roles. Some of them stay really quiet throughout the Bible. Some of them are pretty vocal, uh, you know. But I, I think <clears throat> a key theme among them are, you know, they're all very courageous and have great faith. So, you know, I was trying to do some research on, you know, women of the Bible, and it, this 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 definition popped up, and I was like, I've got to say it. And it's gonna sound like I'm reading it because I am reading it, but I, I think I need to I need to bring this up. So it goes. By definition, a fearless woman is strong when it comes to facing hard situations, which I feel like a lot of women of the Bible did. A lot of married women, too. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of married there's women. A, a lot you know, of women. For those of you who, who are wondering what Clinton's face looks like, there's a lot of sympathy on his There is. No, 100%. 100%. We, we, yeah. Married women. Married women are... Um, you know, and another thing is these women are very confident in who they are um, and what they believe, um, and, and that shows very, very clearly through their faith in God. 
because, you know, even though they're put in very dire situations or unexpected situations, they, they come through and, you know, they do it very courageously and they make a difference. They make a difference throughout, throughout a lot of the Christian history. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and we'll, we'll talk on, we'll touch on some women who make, you know, very key changes and, um, you know, they influence a lot of things that happen in and around them. And for at that time, as women, as much as I hate to say that. Were you, were you hating to say it? Were you, were you, you know, just for, for that time, it was, it was very um, key for these women to be out there and, and do what they did courageously and fearlessly. Absolutely. Right? Well, what, what, you have to have examples. These, these got to come with examples. Oh, completely. But, you know, before we do that, I, as we were saying earlier, I wanted to bring up some facts. Mm. And now, you, you don't quote me on these, please. Cause I, I will. I, I, like, I, I'm going to hold these against what's you. What's the uh, bibliography style? APA? APA, Chicago. Don't, don't do any of that please. on any of the stuff APA. that I'm going to say because yeah. I, I don't know how valid these numbers are. But. ESL. <laughs> <laughs> I hated writing papers for that reason. <laughs> There are apparently, you know what? I'm going to say apparently, just because yeah. it's then it I makes believe it less these sound credible. Very legit. Just because it sounds less credible. Yeah. Um. So there are apparently 93 women who speak in the Bible. I believe there's more, but people who speak in the Bible, um, and only 49 of them are named. I don't know why. 93, 49 90, are named. 40, yeah. Okay. Uh, no mental math here, because you know. I, it's like I excel in that. Exactly. I'm going to get you a percentage. Thank you. Well, yeah, while you, you do that. Why you keep stating facts. Yes. And, you know, of these women who do speak in the Bible, they only speak a total of 14,056 words collectively. That is very low for a woman. You know, it's like we 46, love to talk. 47%. We love yes, to you do. talk. And I could say that over and over again. Say that fact again because I think I, I interrupted you, and that's an important one. So there's 93 women who speak in the Bible. Yeah. And they collectively speak a total of 14,056 words. Collectively. Huge. So, to put that into perspective, apparently, that's roughly 1.1% of the total words in the, the entirety of the Holy Book. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Right? It's crazy. But, I have so many jokes about... Yeah, I know you do. I, I know <laughs> you... I can, just the, holding I can, back. I can tell you it's just you're bursting to say it, but my lips quivering. Before you I do that, I what won't. I want to do, what I do want to say is, people are gonna be like, oh, you know, why aren't women speaking? Oh, you know, they aren't given their, you know, they're not given dominant roles. But a lot of these women acted. They they put into action what they mm-hmm. had to do. There was no, I have to speak about this or I have to talk. It was just purely actions. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them did it. Just, they went ahead and did it. Let's bring Mother Mary into this, actually, because I'm just oh. reading this right now. Yeah. So, of the 14,056 apparently spoken words, mm-hmm. Mother Mary apparently only speaks 191 words. In the whole in the whole book? A- apparently. How do you feel about that? I just think that makes her Like, that cooler. much more better. Yeah. Like, that much more makes, greater. Yeah. I think that just makes her cooler. Because she doesn't talk. <laughs> she doesn't talk. Well, she doesn't need to. She, Good save. Good save. She, no, no. I mean that in the sense of, and this is the real save here, that she's a woman of action. You know, yeah. less talk, more walk. From which the she does quite a bit. Yeah. You know, literally and and, and figuratively, figuratively, yeah, and spiritually. She is. I'm just. I'm just. I can't put into words how much how much of a fan I am of of, of Mother Mary. 
selected by God, goes through this whole journey. We just, you know, with Christmas and then continues to work, continues. Mm -hmm. Imagine like being like God's babysitter. (laughs) Like it's like so crazy. He better not like, you know, skin his knee. (laughs) Like like... there's, um, uh, I don't know if you watch Passion of, um, love it. Yeah. Passion of Christ. Passion of Christ. And everyone should watch that movie. Yeah. It's, amazing um i cry every time i watch it um there's a scene in that movie where um you know um they kind of so jesus falls carrying the cross and mother mary kind of has this flashback of of him falling when he was a child he's like a toddler uh, yeah and she has this like she's carrying this jug of water if i can remember and she just completely drops it and runs to his aid Mm -hmm. you know so like going back to being the babysitter of god yeah you know it she she plays such a key role in that. Um, and it must have been uh, a huge, I don't know if burden, no, burden is not the right word, um, weight. Uh, it must have been such a huge responsibility, responsibility Massive. you know, uh, for a a woman to have had at that at that period of time. Even now, actually, just any, any period of time. Absolutely. And this woman only utters apparently 191 words. So, so amazing. So amazing, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna share my thoughts about, you know, Mother Mary a little bit later, but, yeah, I just, I just feel like it's she's she's such an inspiring person and such an inspiring example of, uh, of what it means to be human. She's the perfect example of being human, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I really can't compliment her enough. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, I know, I know you're you're you're. Love her. A great fan. That's it. So let's before we get into her, just because I feel like talking about her is gonna be a whole That's it. like we're gonna be here all night. Yeah, because there's just so much we can say on such a beautiful woman. I'm I, I wanted to bring up two women that have inspired me, um, and you know, my faith walk. One of them being Ruth. Uh, you know, I don't know if too many people know about her or you know, you have read on her, but just a bit of a history on on, on on our dearest Ruth. So she was living in her home in Moab. And and for those of you who don't know this place, it's it's a place that contains people that the Israelites frowned on. They they were not the most famous of people. They were not the most liked of people. You know, um, and then on top of that, she just, she loses her husband. And uh, it's what's sadder about that is that she's, um, she's now a widow um, who is mother, like, she's, she has no kids. She has no kids. Um, some claim she was barren, but that's besides the point here. So she's now a widow in this unliked place, and she's living with her mother-in-law, who also is widowed. Now, <clears throat> for, for a young woman who, who, you know, loses her husband, who she must have loved very dearly, living in such dire situation um the pain that she must have gone through probably was very immense but throughout the book you know what is very apparent about ruth is that she doesn't allow her past to hold her back she shows remarkable faith for for such a young believer because what's what's very apparent throughout the book is that she's very she's quite young she's quite young quite beautiful uh, but her faith surpasses her years, it, mm-hmm. you know, especially in somebody in that situation, having been widowed, you know, at a, such an early stage in her marriage, you know, that could, you know, I, I would never, I don't understand, like, I wouldn't be able to comprehend that, but um, it must have been very painful. 
But, Definitely. you know, even to believe God in, in such a situation just kind of shows you um, the immense amount of faith that she must have had. Believing that God would provide for her while also simultaneously helping her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law was Naomi. Do you, you remember Naomi? Tell me about her. Tell so, me because no, this, I mean, this so is your... It's also her... So Naomi is the name of her mother-in-law. But yeah. It, and, and the reason why she's important as well is because she's also widowed in, in, in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... You know, it's her daughter-in-law, but the, the love that they have for each other is... It's great. Like, it's... They support each other. They help each other. Um, and, you know, Naomi is also very important in, in Ruth's um, uh, faith walk because she also encourages her throughout her life. And Ruth is known for her bravery, her for her faith, and more importantly, for her obedience to God, but also to Naomi, who leads her. Um, okay. And who directs her. Hey, do this, do that. You know, God is going to God is gonna be with you regardless of what you do. Like, so do this. You know, he, she directs her. Mm-hmm. And and I and I like her because she encourages me to be a better follower of Christ. Okay. It's a very short book. It's a very interesting book. Old so, Testament, Ruth. Old Testament, Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Second person I wanted to bring up was Hannah. <clears throat> she is, so she is known for um, being a woman of, of that time who wanted to have a child so badly. She really, really wanted to have a kid and it was just not happening. And um, I think, you know, why she's important is because she doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. She continually prays and prays and prays and prays. It's it's something good that she wants and she believes that, you know, with her with her faith in it, she's going to be granted it at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, it's exactly what, what happened. God comes through. And, and what this woman does with the one thing that she's always wanted, what she says, give it to me, God, and I offer it back up to you. So, okay. She gives birth to um, Samuel, and she says, you know, you, you give me a son, he, I will dedicate him to you, mm-hmm. and he grows up within the within the church, or the or they called it a temple, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he definitely helped out with the um, temple, and he and was selected by God. Absolutely, especially. all because she, you know, um, very, very faithfully prayed, um, and, and, and just did not give up. Absolutely, and this is, we're, we're talking Samuel... Like Samuel, who was called by God at night. Yeah, that's the same story, right? Same and he story. goes, "Here I am," and 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 he's like, "There, there's another guy there." Yeah, like um, you know, um, and it's it's important because you know her story is important because it reminds us that anything that we have comes from God. Eli, he was with Eli. Eli, Eli was the. Um, he was like watching over Samuel. Yeah, and so, Samuel gets called by God at night. Yes. Here, here, he says, like, here I am, and then Eli... So so readily, you know, uh, uh, ready for for that call of God. And Eli says to him, after, like, the third time, he says, like... Oh, because he thinks he's dreaming. Yeah, or or he... Well, Eli recognizes it's God. It's God. He's calling him. So he says, like, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Yeah. And that's what... So God calls out again. I love that story. God calls out again and says, Samuel. And he goes, he sits up in his bed and goes, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And God ends up speaking to him for many days. Yeah. It's, um, and I think a lot of his, you know, courage to even, even understand that voice of God comes from his mother who, you know, very selflessly offers him to God. It's, you know, and like I was saying earlier, um, the, the, the reason why I, 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 I appreciate Hannah is because, you know, we have to remember everything that we have comes from God. And it's, you know, when we offer it back up to him, it, it's, 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 it's almost us showing out our love for him because these things can be taken away like that. 
Yep. You know, or we don't even ha- receive it in the first place. Um, and she finally got, you know, gets it, and and it, it's almost that in comparison to Abraham. You know, they don't have any kids for what, like hundreds. Yeah, Abraham's an old man. Like an old. And Sarah's like seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> They're old. Oh, I didn't want to be too rude. I could be a little bit rude to Abraham, but I can't be too rude. God bless Sarah. You laugh. Oh, you know what? God. She laughed too. Seasoned. I'm going to use that when somebody calls me old. I don't know who would, but. Um, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. But um, You're welcome. Yeah. Nice. You know, when, when Abraham has, you know, his son and God goes, well, time to sacrifice him. And, you know. Yeah. He, That's Isaac. Yeah. Right. And takes him up to the to the mountain to to you know to sacrifice and so you know we can we can we can draw a parallel between Abraham and Hannah because Hannah readily says I'm going to give him to you regardless that's an what a great point you know I love um, that you know I'm I'm going to you give him you really give me a child point. the one thing that I really want and I will readily give it such to a you. strong parallel between Abraham and Hannah they were willing to literally sacrifice their children Absolutely. for the love of God I love that um but she, she's so smart look at this <laughs> but what's interesting is in both stories god blesses them both with like tenfold of what they initially asked for hannah um, had like 10 children well not not about 10 children but oh, she okay. did have she went on to have more kids i believe but she the, lives a prosperous life absolutely you know uh, uh, all because of of the the promise between god and her massive okay yeah all right. so those are those are the you know the very limited number of women that I wanted to bring up today. Okay. Is there anyone else that you wanted to talk about before we jump on to Mary? I, I, I just wanted to spend a little bit of time focusing on, yeah, the role of women in the Bible. I just, what I, what I, I, I love about our faith and what I love about our, just, just what we believe in is that if you focus on the stories and if you focus on so many stories of of women not only playing prominent roles but also being very much present in Jesus's life especially you know you, just, you we just kind of spoke about mother mary bringing up jesus bringing up the lord so many stories we ran through so many stories of how jesus has come in contact with women and how he just appreciated them on a different level. The mm-hmm. woman who stoned, those who cast the first stone, boom, one woman there. The woman with the perfume, she breaks the perfume and anoints uh, Jesus' feet. Uh, he forgives her. We're talking about Martha and Mary. We're talking about Mary Magdalene. We're talking about, obviously, his mother Mary. Mary Magdalene, the first person who he appears to after his resurrection. Not even his disciples Mm -hmm. uh, get that honor. You know, him taking care of his mother. Son, behold your mother. Mother, behold your son. John takes Mother Mary into uh, into his home after he is crucified. Well, and, and, it's, and, and her importance is, is very evident in this scene because, you know, he could have just said, God forgive them, and then just died on the cross. But, yeah. you know, before all of this, he, 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 he makes sure that his that mother she's, is taken care she's of. She's taken care of, yeah. First miracle also has to do with Mother Mary. The hemorrhaging woman in the crowd, you know, goosebumps. I think I got goosebumps. Yeah. I just... I, I just told these stories but you know she's she she bumps through everybody she touches jesus and, and another, she's healed which is another um you know 
clear indication of, of, of her faith. Of her faith, absolutely. But And then the, the second part of that is he asks, he stops and he asks, like, who touched me? Which is so, I, I, I love that story because he's God and he definitely knows who, who, who did. And But he kind of almost challenges her to come out. Like, don't, don't retreat. Don't be in the crowd. Don't be one of the crowd. Step out. And be and, an example. And be an example. Exactly. And your faith has made you better. Absolutely. Um, so many. The woman with the crooked back. The, there, there, there is a ton of stories of women playing front and center roles in Jesus' life, having a such a strong uh, presence in his ministry. And I'm just, I, I, I just wanted to take a moment just to focus on that and how we as a church continue to grow with this. You know, a friend of mine sent me an article, big announcement, Pope Francis elected a a woman as his Vatican secretariat, which is like a major role in in Vatican City in, in, in our church. Dr. Francesca Di Giovanni. She sounds qualified just from that name. Um, <laughs> just unbelievable. But she's the undersecretary to the section for relations with states. She's like, I'm, which I'm, must I'm, carry a heavy responsibility. Huge responsibility. There's like a photo of her at the United Nations. Like it's it's really really high up. She'll be responsible for the multilateral sector of Vatican, which I mean, which sounds very simple when you put it like that. But like, no, that must yeah. Be a, oh my gosh. A crazy, crazy difficult yeah, role. Absolutely. Um, especially in today's day and age. At you know, 100%. Um, uh, and also, she's the first woman, woman to hold just, yeah. the position. Yeah. Which, yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> like, I love it. No, I, I, I think that's great. And and there are, I'm I'm a big fan of pushing for more, for 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 women to, to, to play a more prominent role, especially in big, in, in big positions like this. And yeah, I, I I just think it's great and and yeah I'm I'm you're like flabbergasted right now like I'm I'm happy just, about uh, it I'm happy about it when yeah. this was announced I was I was very happy about it you know this is another example where I uh, such a great example of how you know you ladies can play a very very prominent role your mm-hmm. presence is not just something that's just there no. it can it, it it is something that that we are we as men especially are, are, are blessed to have you guys have ideas thoughts you're getting you know. a lot of brownie points from this this is just, huge uh, they she just thank ding, you ding, 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 ding. that's exactly <laughs> what i'm saying this for just the brownie <laughs> points no i mean that i mean that uh i'm 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 hanging on every word because we do as a as a faith as as a as a church especially get a lot of negative feedback on the role of women, especially as a faith, which is interesting though, because again, looking at the stories, looking at the role of women in the Bible. Yeah. Um, like God decides to, you know, use a woman to come in to, like, like yeah. he's God. Like I, I'm positive he could have dropped from heaven, you know, for, flying on unicorns if you really wanted to. That's only in Revelation. You know. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. He's kidding. It's not, it's not it's not unicorns. There's a bunch of listeners. Yeah, this is just... That's it, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> heresy! It's just like... You know, um, I, <laughs> I can't even... 
you know, he is God. Like, he could have literally come in any other form. And, and he was like, nope, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to be born of a woman. Like, yes. Which is... Um, which is kind of which is which is why I don't understand how that that point of view is held that the church kind of you know denounces women and, and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. um, it surprises me a little bit there. <clears throat> and and that's kind of a great segue because what we want to conclude with is just how much of a fan we are of our great mother Mary. You know, now that we we speak about her after you know what she has gone through, I think it's mm-hmm. super important to to note that. Yeah, she has great honor and, you know, a, 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 um, reverence. Yes. But with that, required great suffering on her end as well. Absolutely. Uh, like it's, um, we never want to forget that because, you know, she had to, uh, you know, witness her son being nailed to the cross. She mm-hmm. had to um, witness or not be, wit- she had to um, endure the shame of, of the people who probably you know, spoke ill of her. Yeah. Someone is pregnant. Yeah. You know, like she's not even married yet. Yeah. You know, like how many people are going to believe you when mm-hmm. you're like, I'm pregnant, but still a virgin. Yeah. Like that's super controversy. So, um, no, so you're, she, but you're absolutely right. You know, um, so like there was joy in her motherhood, but there was also great pain in, in having the privilege of being the mother of the Messiah. Um, and I think that's super important. And it's so, it it makes it even more significant because she was just a poor girl in an insignificant town um, from a, a very humble family um, with little, probably little expectations of what her life was going to pan out to be. Yeah, absolutely. And boom, Angel appears. You are going to be the mother of God. Like, I mean, any young girl would have been like, I am hallucinating. Like, this yeah. is not real. Even like with Samuel, if someone called out to me in the middle of the night, I wouldn't... <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking about? The piano. The piano playing. No, don't. We're not, we'll get to that later. More on that later. I told her one story of a piano playing by herself. Now she's just, just harping on that. Um, and regardless of scary stories uh, and, and Samuel, yes, the recognition that, okay, you know what? I need to do this. The fact that she said yes... Her entire journey, amazing, and right. and and make no mistake. If you get one thing out of this episode, it's that Mother Mary is the greatest example of humanity that we have ever. Period, bar none, no second place. <clears throat> she is perfection in every capacity, and her role in our faith in the story, in our theology, cannot and should not be watered down or diluted. She is absolutely integral to calling ourselves Christians today. Absolutely. And I think one takeaway I want you guys to have is through Mary, we can learn that God gives us more grace as our burdens grow greater. You know, she must have had so much pain in her heart that... Mm -hmm. You know, that, yep. that, you know, as our son is being nailed to the cross. But from whom he asks much, he also supplies much. And if and if you ever need an example of how he does that, just read on Mary. Mother Mary is, is um, a great example of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to wrap up by saying like, you know, we're focusing on, we're focusing on holy days of obligation. This is, we're, and 
I so holy days of obligation, if you don't know, in our calendar is like these are days where you just like have to go to church. If you're capable of going to church, you gotta be there. You know, and you'll be surprised. We looked up a list right here, and this is a list, the most up-to-date list. Um, now, what is incredible to me is that January 1st, Feast of Mary, Mother of God. We start off the year by saying you have to go to church no matter how wild New Year's Eve got. You better. Oh, yes. It's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Come on now. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, but like this is New Year's. Yeah, I know. It gets wild on New Year's. I know. I didn't even I didn't even click like it just didn't click. You didn't do anything this New Year's. No, I no. You didn't. This is this she kept it mellow last year. Into this year. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on to uh yeah. The January first, Feast of Mary Feast of Mary Mother of God. She is the starting point of our year. You gotta be there. You got to be there. And focusing down this list, we have the Assumption of Mother Mary, celebrated on August 15th. You have to be there. And the other one is the Immaculate Conception of Mary, celebrated on December 8th. You have to be there. Of this list, there's three, six, seven, eight feast days. From what this website says. Yeah, this is for this is from Catholic.com. I, again, this could change. This very, could change very whatever the case may be. We have eight here. Mother Mary gets three. That means right. three days of you gotta be there. You better get to church, regardless of whether it's a weekday or a Sunday. We're celebrating, we're or giving New thanks. Year's Eve, apparently. Or New Year's Eve, apparently, <laughs> yeah. Or New Year's. We're celebrating this wonderful, wonderful woman. Yeah. I just wanted to end on such a lovely note. Um, she is amazing. Y'all ladies are all amazing. I hope and pray that we continue to push forward for um, for, for you ladies to play. Yeah, a, to play more prominent yeah, roles. Absolutely. And it's exciting. And it's you guys give us a different perspective. Uh, ergo, this show could never do it without a female perspective. Blessed to have Arthi by my side here. This is, it's all, <laughs> that's exactly it. No, it's a different perspective because guess what? I don't know if y'all know this. I don't have all the answers. Um, and as a guy, I definitely don't have all the answers. Uh, so. Wow, you just, you are like. I, you know, only, you know. For you today. You, like, I, you, you know, know I wanna, why? You know what I want to put part of this? Uh, <laughs> I want to have like a slow clap in the back. A slow clap? It's, <laughs> I'm only saying these things because there have been ladies in my life who've told me that I don't have all the answers and that I'm coming. Yeah, but that, that goes for anybody, right? I'm just, uh. You know, they've re- reminded me very kindly that, uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't have all the answers and I should check my perspective on certain things. So I appreciate that. Uh, growing from that, continuing to grow from that. Any other final thoughts? Yeah, I said so many. No, I thoughts. think you ended off like, it was, I, like, I think we should leave it at the brownie points. Leave it at the brownie points. Uh, with that in mind, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is Clinton and she's. And this is Arthi. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>